Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Almost Brothers Podcast. Thank you for joining us yet again today. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about praying and praising through the pain. Coming up. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you for joining us yet again today. Do me a favor. Share this with your friends. Let's get this thing just just heated back up. I know we've been missing a little bit, but we've had snow and ice and all kinds of stuff go on. So welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Jeremiah, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Not bad at all. Are you glad this ice or snow is melted? Man, I like the snow. I do, too. I've been having a blast driving around in it. Oh, see, I don't have the big truck, though. Yeah, yeah but kind of fun. Yeah, I was up here last night or the day before and doing donuts in the parking lot of the church. <laughs> nice, <laughs> plenty of room out there. Plenty of it was room. covered. Yeah, yeah. I came uh, yesterday to when I picked Jamie up and and we stopped by up here and yeah, I was like, no, we won't do it. But she's got the SUV, but it's not. Yeah. It's only two wheel drive. So, but yeah, but um, yeah. Thank you for joining us yet again today and and um, kind of we're just gonna kind of jump back into it, man. We're just gonna make this. This episode, one that hopefully touches lives and, and uh, helps people get through. You know, somebody out there is, is struggling today, so hopefully this episode will help them get through it. But not only that, yeah. hopefully it will help you kind of, mm-hmm. you know, talk it out and kind of kind of get through it, man. You know, we, we, we were talking beforehand. It's always easier to say, you know, oh, you know, God's got a plan or, you know, just pray, just pray through it. You know, it's easy to say that when you're not the one smack dab in the middle of mm-hmm all the mess and all the madness. So right. um, I'll let you kind of just, just explain kind of what happened uh, over the past week, week and a half. And, and then we'll just kind of go from there, man. And how, how, uh, you know, you, I'll, yeah. I'll just let you do it. <laughs> yeah. We, um, well, our family kind of took a hit. Uh, my little brother who's 37 years old, just, you know, kind of out of the blue passed away. And, um, and it was, it was really hard on my family. It was hard on myself and, you know, when it's something like that, you know, it's just such a shock, you know, and I don't think it, in, in ways, I don't think it's still quite settled, you know, sunk in yet. Yeah. The, you know, the, the finality of it all, you know, but, um, you know, my, I got to go home and spend the week with my family, I stayed at my mom and dad's and, uh, you know, it was just, it was tough, but like I was telling you earlier that it, I had to kind of be strong for my family or I wanted to be, you know, so I, you know, I spent a lot of time in prayer and I, you know, I, I really, you know, I had to, I had a lot of questions for God, you know, and, and had some things to work out there because, you know, it's easy to feel like you're in a place where you trust God until you get thrown into something where it's hard to trust him. Yeah, that's good. And, um, you know, that's kind of what I experienced this past week. And, um, and when I came home, it just got tough. You know, because I didn't have family around me and uh, Missy went back to work and I was, you know, at home trying to do school by myself. And, man, that's when it really hit me. And this, this week's been very hard. But, um, you know, through all this, I just want to, you know, encourage people that, you know, I, for one, for sure, now now know what people go through when they when they go through something like this. Before, I didn't have the understanding of it. I feel like I was compassionate towards people, but I just did not understand how huge it was. You know, because I'd never lost anybody close to me like that. 
Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I guess through this spot, through this one here today, man, I just want to, you know, kind of give honor to my brother. You know, he was such a good dude and, um, just loved people had a great heart and, you know, um, and just kind of reassure people who have lost someone close to him like that, that, you know, when we're in Christ and, and when we, you know, we have Jesus in our heart and we've accepted him as our savior and, and, uh, you know, we try to, you know, live according to his righteousness and stuff. It's just, we have a promise that we'll see him again. Yeah. And, um, that's what, that's, what's getting me through, you know, yeah. now like oh, with yeah. what I'm going through now. Yeah. Cause I feel like when something this big and, and like you said, this final, you know, we see it as final, but it's not, you know, right. we know it's not, but I think a lot of people that's, that's their make or break. They're either in or they get out. They blame, they either blame God or they say, you know what, God, I know you've got me yeah. and, and they allow them to put them back together. You know, those broken pieces. Yeah. You know, and like you, like you said before we, we get on air is that, you know, you just felt yourself just praying and going after God, just like, and, and I remember I was at a funeral once and it was, it was of uh, my aunt candy. And I remember a guy went to my cousin Cody, it was his mom. And he said, you, it's okay to be mad at God. It's okay to have questions for him and to say, God, why? Like, why? Mm-hmm. I want to know why mm-hmm. God is big enough to be able to handle <laughs> our, us being angry. You know, so many times we think that, okay, well, we're just going to understand every decision that he makes and everything that he does in our lives. And that's just not the case. You know, sometimes we're going to be confused. We're going to, we're going to want to know why, mm-hmm. but it's in those times where God will speak to us and he'll lift us up. So that's yeah. good hearing. And you. it's, and it's not even that God has explained to me why, or even given me any kind of answer to that. It's just that he's given me a peace and that I have to trust him that, and you know, he works all things to his good, you know, yeah. and and that's it's just it's hard you know yeah. it's hard to understand that and i i don't know that I ever will but i do trust god yeah you know what i mean so it it doesn't matter if i understand it i just have to trust him and and know that there are circumstances that i can't see yeah. you know what i mean because god sees things from all angles and all all possibilities and you know we're you know as humans we're very narrow-minded we see what's kind of right in front of us and you know, even if, you know, even in areas where we can, we feel like we are very aware of everything going on, we're still, you know, nothing compared to what God has. Yeah. God sees it all, you know, and, and then, like I just said, it's just, you have to trust him in these things. Oh yeah. And then did you see a lot of your family kind of leaning on you? Oh man, it was, <laughs> yeah, my, my family, you know, we, you know how it is, you know, you kind of, you take for granted yeah. because I have a lot of cousins and a lot of aunts and uncles and, and nieces and nephews and we just have a huge family and you take that for granted until something like this happens and you see everybody come together you know and people stopping by who hadn't for years and um you know you realize that even though time's passed you still you know like love those individuals and you can just pick up where you left off you know you start telling stories you know things you did when you grew up and um you know that's just that's that's one thing Our, our family definitely was there for one another, you yeah. know, it, it brought us all, you know, in this tragic loss, it, it brought our family closer together and it brought, it brings, always brings the good out in people, yeah. you know? And I mean, the hardest thing I think was when my mom asked me to speak at the funeral, you know, cause I, I mean, I knew she could, you know, my mom, my dad, they wouldn't be able to get up and do anything like that. And, you know, when they asked me to do it, my initial reaction was like, no, I can't. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be able to do that. And, um, so I went to Walmart to pick up some stuff and, um, 
I remember me and Missy were talking around the way over and I was just, you know, explaining to her that like, I don't, I don't think I can do that. I said, I'd like to, but I just don't, I don't really feel like I could get through it. And the Lord told me, like, I want you to do it like plain as day. And, um, so I was like, uh, yes, I'll do it. <clears throat> I even texted my mom right then and there. I was like, look, I want to speak at the funeral. And like immediately when I was obedient to that, like God gave me peace. He gave me words to say, he started dumping things into my, into my spirit Yeah, that, I mean, it, it's unreal. I can't even explain it. It's just in the, the obedience of that because I think God would have been okay if I had said, no, I can't do that. But I think he was just seeing where I was at, yeah. seeing if I'd be willing. And, um, man, it was just a lot of people responded to kind of what was said there. I mean, I got a lot of feedback on it. You know, um, there was people there at the service that knew me whenever I was in my mess and knew me growing up and, and, um, hadn't seen me in a while, you know, and to hear me get up there and, and talk about God and trusting him and, and, you know, and, and being saved and going through, you know, Romans 9, 10 and 11 and confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart and just those things coming out of my mouth to these people, it was just, it had such an impact, yeah. you know, and God used it in such a way, like I, I'm still receiving stuff back from it, you know, and, and it was just a little thing, you know, um, but I, I'm just, I don't know, I guess I'm just in a place now where I'm seeing that, that being obedient to God and he just being that willing vessel allows him to do so much through you. Yeah. And you, you, you know, you say it's a little thing, but it's not, man, that's a huge step to take. That's a huge weight to be able to take on in, in a moment like that. So I, I don't, I don't want you to, to glaze over that, man. That that's a big step of obedience right there, man. Because I, a lot of people, I don't know if we would, we would have the strength to do that in, in a time like that, you know? So. And a lot of people said that to me and I was like, really, you know, apart from God, I would not have been able to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, I prayed about it and God, and God gave me strength. He gave me the words. He gave me everything. Like all I had to do is get up there and open my mouth and he stepped in and, and did the rest. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. But yeah. And I know, I, mean, I know it had to be amazing having Missy, you know, there <laughs> with you, you know? Yeah. She's a rock man. She put together the video and I mean, spent days going through pictures and stuff. And then yeah. I'd had this little, I had this table set up where the lighting was just right to where I could take a picture with my Samsung S20 G. Oh God, uh, <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. Um, uh, but um, no, I had it set up to where I could take pictures to where they didn't look like pictures of right. pictures. Yeah. Look and, digital um, more than, yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, they, that was, I was taking my time making sure we'd get, get all these pictures, you know, to where they looked good. And then she was making a video that was played during the visitation and it was, you know, she just put so much into it. I, I, I felt so bad for it cause she was in there and you know, it's playing like the, the real pretty piano yeah. music that's kind of sad. And, and the pictures are going through and she's, you know, she's making them all, you know, make it, trying to make it perfect where it all flowed, you know, yeah. by age and everything. And then, and she wanted to make sure that everybody was included. You know, she wanted all my, each of my cousins to be in at least one picture and my aunts to be in at least one picture. You know, she wanted she wanted to be perfect. Yeah. And she worked on that for two days and I would go in there and check on her and she'd just be in pieces, oh, you know? Yeah. And I'd be like, babe, get away from this computer for a little bit, you know? And she's like, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm like, well, at least turn the music off. But she did such a good job and she was, you know, she was there for my mother, you know, they, they, you know, she, my, my couldn't have asked my wife to do any more than what she did. Yeah. I mean, she absolutely 
was amazing, and and I love you so much. I know you're listening because you're you're our biggest fan. That's right. You and Jamie. That's right, man. <laughs> they better be. <laughs> yeah, I know she was the one that I, that I would contact. Like you know, cause I, I told you earlier when we talked on the phone that you know I didn't want to bother you. I don't. I yeah. I know how stressful that is and i don't want to i don't, I don't want to bother you or nag you so i would get a hold of her like hey how's my boy doing like is he okay do y'all need anything uh so she was always quick to get back with me and kind of let me know uh you know what was going on. So i think friday i knew that you were going to speak saturday so she had us in prayer over that even before you you had to go into that um so that was cool you know to be able to get a hold of her because like you said when y'all come back here, you're like you, you've got nobody here, like no actual like, real blood relatives around here, you know. So that would be the hardest thing is when you get back to to reality, mm-hmm. and then now, it's, you know, like you said, Missy goes off to work, and you're kind of alone to sit in your own thoughts, and and yeah. that had to be the hardest part, man. You know, it was it's, tough. It was very tough. It's great to see you to see you out and see you out and about, and man, just great to be back up here with you yeah. and doing this again. So. Yeah, and you know that's another thing. You know, when we left, we had the, the kids stayed with Pastor yeah. Tim and Tina and um, the Wheelers. They had them a little bit too, and you know, just our church family here. Because, like you said, that we don't have family down here, yeah. but everybody, you know, jumped in and and helped us out in so many ways. You know, and then we get back. I've you know had you know food brought over. People, you know, calling and checking and, and stopping by and, you know, pastor calls me about every day, just, you know, just, Hey, what's up? How you doing? Yeah. And, um, you know, that's important. You know, I, I, I just, I feel bad for people who don't have that in their life, Yeah. you know, because it, it's, it, things are hard enough when you have support, but they're even you know more difficult when you don't have anybody. And, you know, I guess it's, it's inspired me to to be a better friend to people and reach out to people who I know are going through tough things. You know what I mean? Cause I know how, I know how important it was to me and how special it was to me to know that people were praying for me and cared, cared about, you know, me enough to, to try to help out. And, you know, I just want to do that better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's times like this that you do, you look at family, you say, okay, I'm going to try to, I know we all get busy and we all have different lives, but I'm going to try to at least, reach out and text or, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, how's your day going? But also the, yeah, those that, that are our extended family that aren't our blood relatives, mm-hmm. like, you know, reach out to your friends, like see how they're yeah. doing, you know, check on them. Like it takes, you know, 20 seconds to do a text. I know we all get busy and, and we got a thousand yeah. things going on, but it, it really means a lot to, to a lot of people. So, yeah. yeah. And if, if you, you are a person going through that, reach, let people know, like there's nothing worse than when somebody's going through something and they just expect, others to know you know it's like sometimes we don't know you're going through something you know when it's not a death in the family or it's not something outward that you could see you know maybe you're just depressed or maybe you're down like let somebody know let you know a good friend hey will you pray with yeah. me will you agree with me and and that way they could lift you up because if they don't know then you know mm-hmm. they're not gonna be able to bear mom's really bad at that you know having a rough time and, mm-hmm. and not saying anything she's she's doing better being able to open up but yeah it's hard for some people yeah you know, uh, some people look at it as a, as kind of a weakness or something, but it, it it makes you you know there's a vulnerability that goes along with it, but there's no shame in it. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's the and I think the enemy uses that you know puts that in our head that you know discourages us from reaching out to people because he knows that's how we get better. Yeah. You know, a lot of things things you know it's like when you have a wound or whatever that you know it's it's kind of you haven't dealt with it. Yeah. And so it festers and gets infected. Like if you go to the doctor, the first thing they do is open that thing back up. 
<laughs> get, get clean, clean, clean it out. Clean it out. <laughs> so that's what we have. That's what we have to do. You know, like spiritually and emotionally, and, and with things in our life that you know, if, if we've just kind of bottled it up and let it fester, you know, at some, at some point you got to open it up and. Yeah. And deal with it. That's right. Let God deal with it. It ain't going to just get hot. Oh, it's fine. I cut my finger <laughs> off. It'll go yeah. away eventually. Like, no, you need to get that looked at. <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, man, I just, I just, I'm glad to, glad to see you and glad to, to have you back. I know you love your family, but you belong to us now. So you <laughs> get back down here, but it's yeah. good to be back. Oh yeah. Back at school. How, how, I know you kind of hit on that when we were on the phone. Just yeah, I had a lot of catching juggle up juggle all do. that. Yeah, I had a lot of catching up to do because when we left, I didn't bring anything with me. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. Which at least your teachers are pretty. They, they were cool, cool about yeah. it. Yeah, they were definitely cool about it. But it was just, it's just a lot. Oh yeah, it seems like, and I know it's only double the work, but it's like double the work and half the time. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it just seems so much worse. Yep, and then like you know you you'll you'll do an assignment and then you'll realize oh wait you know it's closed so now you have to email the teacher and ask them to <laughs> yes. open it and then wait on the email back and then try to submit mm-hmm. it and and then remember it okay wait did I email her about that one or was it the other wait no okay this <laughs> right. one's due this week it's, I know it's just, and oh, I I tried to just tackle like one class at a time yep. just get caught yeah. up on that you know and it's just tough oh. it's just tough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so how did uh. Yeah, how did, oh Lord, how did how did Ben and Max do without y'all? I know <laughs> they did right. I think um, Max spent an awful lot of time playing the Nintendo Switch. Oh yes, yes. and um, I know he was a big fan of Mike and Esther's dog Charlie. They got a little ten inch beagle. Oh, okay, and um, yeah, he really liked the dog. Ben, I don't really know, man. I, I know he missed us. Yeah, he texted me more last week that than he's funny. ever texted me. That's funny. Like, when y'all coming back? Yeah, probably just because he wanted <laughs> he's to see like, his hey, girlfriend. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all a lot. It was. Of, I think it was a lot of it. That's all it was. We're no, I, I seen a side of him, man. That he, you know, he, man, he would call or he would text me and check in and tell me he loved me. That's that's, cool. that's you know, it just showed the like I said earlier. You see, you see things like this happen, and then it brings out the best in people. It definitely brought out the best of Ben. Yeah. You know, he would take pictures and be like, "What do you want Max to wear to church?" He's like, "Should he wear this or this?" And like, he was helping his little brother out. That's cool. And yeah, it just it it, it made me very proud of him. And, and uh, I know we give Ben a hard time. We're we're constantly ragging on him, but he's a good kid. Yeah. He, and then he really showed it this last week. Just a good attitude about it all. Getting, you know, yeah. have to stay at the pastor's house, which was cool. He said yeah. he let him drive and, and kind of had some fun, but that's cool. You know, it, it can't be the most comfortable situation for a 16 year old boy to just have to kind of bounce. from Especially the just like at the drop of a hat. Oh, like, it was, okay, it, it was instant. Like we all bouncing yep. out of here, out of church yep. Sunday afternoon and to just, yep. you know, here's oh, a yeah. week with some people you barely know. Man. Which, which <laughs> he didn't have, did he have school? Uh, so yeah, he had a little bit. Yeah, if I forget, like Monday through Wednesday, I think they had school, and then and we got the weather. Yeah. But, okay. Well, at least, yeah. yeah, at least he didn't have to deal with that. You know, getting right. picked up and and dropped off and and done all that. But yeah, man, we we drove in the in the weather on the way home. Well, on the way up. Yeah, there that's too. right. Didn't y'all get caught the way like, up there? Yeah. It was kind of it was a little sketchy, not too bad. But on the way back, it had it had snowed a lot overnight, and then like down here, y'all hadn't had anything yet. Yeah. And so I was like, well, maybe I could wait for the road trucks to kind of get it cleared out. But then I thought, well, then it's going to start hitting, you know, on the way. And it's just like, man, let's just take off. And it took us like to drive an hour and 20 minutes where it normally takes about an hour and 20 minutes to drive like to Lebanon. took us like two and a half hours. Mm. And then it was even, you know, a little bit further till we got down to 60 and, and, um, 
and then the roads got a little clearer. Like yeah. about the, it, it was a little over halfway we drove, and it was it was sketchy. <laughs> and I and I'm not afraid of driving in weather. I'm yeah. not. I know that my wife, you know, was freaking out a little bit sometimes. <laughs> no, they would never. Do you, that. Know, you know how they only like normally have like one lane on yeah. on four lane highways that are that'll be clear. Open, yeah. And well, then there'd be like a semi or something. It's like they're trying to either pass you or you're passing them, and it's just like a total whiteout. You can't see anything, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, there was a couple of times where start feeling that. Ooh, the car kind of shaking. She, yeah, she'd be up. she'd be over there hitting the brakes on the passenger side. You know, oh, that is so like funny. like all sprawled out, grabbing the window and the console and mm-hmm. feet up on the. Like, what do you What do you think that's going to do? Like, right? Like, is that your impact ready? Only thing that pose? is doing is making me more nervous <laughs> while I'm over here driving. Like, I want you to look uh, confident so yeah. that I feel confident. Right, you can't freak out. Only one of us can freak out at a time. Yeah. I'm I'm freaking out. <laughs> that's funny. No, I, I can see her doing that. Yeah, too. It, it was well, at least good. she didn't spill the barbecue chicken no, all over no, her or whatever it was. No, we didn't have any freakouts. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, man, do you have anything else left on your heart? Um, I don't think so. Not for now. Okay. Well, I know I want to do something a little different at the end here. Um, <sighs> of course, if you if you don't have a home church, come and, and be with us at Lighthouse uh, in Dexter, uh, 8.30 in the parking lot on Sunday mornings, 10 o'clock inside. Good but, job. Uh, Very good Here job. for the last... About 30 seconds. I just want to take a moment of silence for Oof. you, your brother, and your family. Man. Jesus, right now for the Jeremiah's family, Father God, for his mother and father and cousins and aunts and every single person affected through this passing, Lord God, right now I just ask you to just partake peace on each one of their lives, Lord God. They may not have all the answers, they may not have the the reasons why, Lord God, but God, I just ask you for peace and understanding in the midst of this. God, let, may, may they turn to you. Lord God, I just want to pray over my brother Jeremiah that, Lord God, that as days turn into weeks, turn into months, Lord God, that that you may be able to put him back together, put his heart back together, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for what you're doing in the middle of this. In Jesus' name, amen.